Hello and welcome to the Kick in the Creatives podcast, hosted by myself, Sandra Busby, and my fellow creative, Tara Roskell, offering you interviews, inspiration, motivation, and a gentle prod in the right direction. And for lots more information, challenges, and other useful tools to help you get creating, you can go to www.kickinthecreatives.com. And of course, this is where you can also find today's show notes. Enjoy the show. Kevin Wells, also known as Squiggle King, has always been a compulsive doodler. When he was 30, he became a London cabbie and for the first time in his adult life, he had more control over his time and decided to get an art education. He did an A-level in art and design at his local college, followed by a part-time fine art degree course. At his degree show in 2005, he was selected the winner of the Windsor and Newton Watts Prize, which led to him becoming the first artist in residence at the Watts Gallery in Compton. This began a long association with the gallery, where as well as having a solo show there in 2006, he led drawing and painting workshops with schools and groups from the local community and did so until a few years ago. In 2015, he was elected a member of the prestigious Society of Graphic Fine Art, or the Drawing Society, with whom he now exhibits regularly. We really enjoyed chatting with Kevin, and if you're in need of some inspiration, then listen on. Kevin, first of all, we really thank you for joining us today um, on the podcast. I've been dying to speak to you. Um, First of all, we'd love to know, when did you actually start to draw? Because you're insanely talented. Were you an early starter? Well, thank you. Thanks for asking me to do this anyway. And and, and yes, I've always drawn. I can't really remember when I started. Ever since I was a child, really, I've drawn. So yes, I I guess I would say I am, yeah. So so did you go to art school or were you self-taught? Uh, well, a bit of both, three. Really. I did go to art school, but not till I, I was in my thirties, because uh, I, I changed my job and I had an opportunity to uh, to, to go to art school. So, so I did. I applied. I got a portfolio together and, and got in there. And it was a five-year uh, part-time fine art degree, and I loved it. But as I say, by that stage, I, I, I was pretty much self-taught, really. Sort of always drawn and always sort of try to make funny drawings really so it's, it's done the same sort of thing so yes so a bit of both really so so what did you do after school instead then if you didn't go into art what what did you study or where did you go to well I, I always wanted to do art and but I, I think I had some sort of crazy sort of stubborn streak when I was 16 left school and and, uh, and, and worked for BT but then did an apprenticeship there but uh, I as I say, always drew, and I kind of regretted not going to art school. But then, sort of life carried on. Yeah. And then, um, when I was, I, I passed the knowledge, you know, to be a London black cab driver, and I, I started doing that. And then suddenly, I had more control over my time. So uh, I, I did an A level, went to art school, uh, like a local um, college, and did a an A level art there. And then while I was there, someone um, said. Uh, sort of mentioned that there's this part-time fine art degree course at, at Farnham actually at the uh, what used to be the Surrey Institute of Art and Design so I thought you know what I'm gonna give it a go and I, I applied for that and and got a place and and then did five years there it, 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 which which was fantastic really so uh, but it, it, they don't really t- t- sort of teach you how to make art there it's more about 
changing the way you think about things. So, so, so that, yeah. that, that's what I took from that really. So it makes you sort of how you look at the world and, and differently. And that, that's what I did, but it's, it's the people you meet there more than anything, really. You sort of meet, meet some great people, people who sort of friends for life and people who, who think similarly to you. And, and, and it's that it being in that environment, it really helps your creativity really. And it certainly did with me. Yeah. So when you were cabbing, were you sketching while you were waiting to pick people up and stuff like that? <laughs> yes, yes, basically, yes, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, so I always doodled, and when when I went out to art school, you suddenly had to start keeping sketchbooks and that. So when I first went there, I bought a really you know, a nice big A3 sketchbook, and you get too scared to draw in it, don't you? Because it's a big, oh yeah, big expensive thing. You're sort of terrified to spoil it. So that, then I had an old, it's an old A5 ring bound sketchbook which I'd had had for years and it was already drawn in so I started carrying that around with me and just basically doodling in it in biros you'd, you'd see someone you'd, you'd start drawing them they'd walk off but then I just carry on the drawing as I finish it like imagine what like, they like, look like as it were and I, I and I basically doodled in these sketchbooks in, in biro mainly and uh, I got, got loads of them and uh and that was the basis of my work, really. The, the, these sort of biro cartoony doodles, really. And as I went through, um, uh, like my degree course, that that was back, back what was what my work was about, really. It, it was it was it's quite fun. I mean, I I love them. Um, I would advise anyone to go on your Instagram page who's listening because they're insane. They are so so good. Um, and and I was wondering, obviously, you say you were obviously drawing ever since you can remember. Has it always been um, people in particular you've loved to draw, or you know, obviously when you went to do your fine arts degree, presumably they were trying to get you to do landscapes and things like that. Has it always been portraiture in particular that you're interested in? Yes, I, I don't know why. It's, it's just I, I like drawing people. It's more fun. Mm. I think, and it, yeah. if you focus on one thing, it, it you you become better at it. And, I, and I, that's what I like to draw. When you go to going to art school, they, they don't try and sort of make you draw specific things, but they, they they make you question why you're doing things and what you're doing. But I'm sorry, I, I was quite stubborn, and I carried on doing the same thing, and eventually they accept it. And you, <laughs> that's what you're going to do, and, and, and there's no point banging their head against the wall trying to change you. But yeah, I've, I've always drawn people. I, I think when I was at um, when I was right back when I was at uh, primary school, um, I was known as I was the person who drew people. There's another guy who drew animals, and someone else who drew everything else, like in my class. You know? So I know I've always always drawn people. And I tried to do funny drawings as well. That's that's what I've always tried to do. Generally, being quite shy, and it was a good way of sort of um, sort of breaking the ice or or, or, or whatever. You do funny drawings, making people laugh. I think it's, it's it's quite a good way to 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 go about it. Yeah, but I have always drawn people. Yeah, and that, that's what I enjoy doing the most. Yeah. Your um, journey sounds so similar to mine with uh, being afraid to spoil the sketchbook and starting yeah. late and then, you know, concentrating on one particular sort of subject. Yes. Um, yeah. we're, we're in very different sort of places as to where we're, you know, as what you do and what I do. But I totally get what you mean by that. Obviously, you say about the fine art. Were you doing portraiture in a fine art kind of style? Well, we were chatting about this earlier, Tara, weren't we? Would you call it caricature or not? It's it's not. It is, but it isn't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it is caricature. I I, I do draw caricatures, but mm. uh, but um, 
the the artists I admire that do, do that do that sort of work really, and are, are cartoonists, caricaturists. Mm. So, like people, if you go back to people like Otto Dix, George Gross, they their drawings were very sort of caricature like, but I wouldn't say they were caricatures necessarily. It's, it's more, more expressionist, whatever. But I, I I am doing caricatures at the moment, and my work is always been quite cartoony sort of exaggerating features and stuff a bit grotesque really so um <laughs> even at college then when they were teaching you yeah yeah it was even even more grotesque when, when I was at college <laughs> my, my sketchbook story my sketchbook drawings are horrible really really <laughs> very visceral and um and, mm. and it's because I, I work in biro a lot because I, I a lot of people don't say you, you shouldn't rub out your lines when you draw. I, I don't really go with it. If if you draw an eye in the wrong place, then rub it out and move it. That's fine. But when when you if drawing in bio or, or pen and ink, you, you can't change it, so you it, it, it makes you draw in a different way, sort of almost and, embracing and the, quite, the mistakes, sort of thing. Right. So, yeah. so, so the drawings were quite visceral, visceral and, and quite horrible, really. So uh, yeah. Did you do your tutors? Did you draw all the tutors and I stuff? Would, I wouldn't college? dare. Wouldn't dare. No, definitely not. No, they, they'd have failed him. <laughs> too much respect. <laughs> the, the insult. <laughs> have you ever yeah, done that? Yeah. Have you ever drawn someone and thought, oh dear, I wonder what they're going to think of this? Um, I, I, got, I got in trouble for um, a, a caricature I didn't do once. When I was a long, long time ago, I, when I was at, at college with BT, I, I, I drew. I, was drawing the lecturers when we were uh, like in the classes and stuff and people really loved them so you, I got a reputation for doing it and then and someone else did a caricature of uh, someone else from our group and it, and it wasn't a very good one so I was quite insulted by this but he thought I'd done it so he got very upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so one thing about caricatures that I've always been baffled by is how is it because if I draw a portrait if I did a portrait of I don't know one of my family or anything it's it can be literally an eye a millimeter in the wrong place or a highlight in the wrong place and it will just look wrong like there's something about it that it's not them and it can be a tiny mistake so how is it that with a caricature you can do absolutely everything that is about them that is so different and yet you know instantly who it is what's the secret i i don't know if i do wish i knew the secret i think it, it's, it's intuitive with me i think i, I don't know mm. it, it either works or it doesn't and uh, I, I, as i say i i sort of have to move things around a bit to, 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 to get like this sometimes it doesn't work at all but I think if, if I, I thought that if you try and analyze it too much then do you lose the magic as it were it's completely yeah. intuitive i just go in there and and, and I don't look at someone and think, oh, I don't think I do. I just, it's completely intuitive. I just draw it how I see it and, and hopefully it's going to work. So what is it about a particular person then that makes you want to draw them? Sometimes it's a person, they just have to be drawn. Don't like, sorry, like Donald Trump or, or Boris Johnson, because they're in the news and and, and, and they're quite in at the time. You want to draw them. Sometimes it's, it's it just... Someone's just you're just attracted to drawing them, aren't you? They got a, a really really good face. I know someone like um, Clint Eastwood or, or someone like that. It's, it's you just you just have to draw them. You just mm. you just see them. They, they they have to be drawn. But I'll have a go at drawing anyone. That's the thing. It's, it's nice that sometimes people are, 
are not very easy to caricature, but it's, it's nice to, to to push yourself to to try and uh, to, 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 good looking people are very difficult to uh, to caricature, yeah. aren't they? Sometimes, but I, I like to I like to have a go at that. Yeah. So, when you draw in these people, do you ever have to have a go more than one go? Are you like having a quick sketch first, or would you just go for it and see what happens? I, I, I go straight in, and it either works or it doesn't. And yeah, I, I, sometimes you, you know it's not working, so it just put it to one side I might come back to it another time other time you fiddle around with it you know and and it works but generally speaking it's because at the moment I'm drawing in I, I, I always changed I changed my medium what I'm working with anyway but at the moment I draw I draw with uh, sort of colouring pencils basically and uh, Faber-Castell polychromos and they I can rub them out a bit so I can move things around. It's a bit like clay, really. Like it's like drawing, but it's also like a clay sculpture. You can move the f- features around and play with it. And I think the fact you do that it gives the drawing more character anyway. That, that you you could you can see that I move things around and change things, and 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 it gives it a different quality. So as, as I say, it's a bit like, a bit like a, a sculpture really, rather than a drawing. I can move the things around and and try and manipulate it into into what I want it to look like so you mentioned those colored pencils you use are they your favorite medium or do do you have a particular favorite they are at the moment you know as as I always was a year ago I was um drawing in um sort of a very dark pencil um it's a a Steidler um 8b um all right black which it's got a lot it's got very high carbon contact so it's a really dark pencil and then i was using watercolor and paints but then i, I think it's what it's watching um you know the portrait artist of the year on on uh, on sky sky oh, yeah, yeah we love that yes i love that and um the guy won it last year curtis holder he was he drew pencils coloring pencils yeah uh, oh, wow and, and his, his style was quite squiggly, which is which is what which is quite like what my drawing style is like. So I, th- I think I, I found some um, colouring pencils that I, I stolen from the harvester, you know, taken off stolen off the, <laughs> <in> the harvester. <laughs> and and, and, I, was, and I, I did a few drawings of them, and and, and it, they kind of worked. So I I, I looked around, and the, the Faber Castell. Uh, pencils as you look on the internet and stuff and and a lot of people do really good drawings of those pencils so they they might not they must be good so i I know it's not the uh, pencil that's the problem it's me i know they've got the potential to do really good drawings so i sort of i get some of them and and use them and 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 they're really i'm enjoying using those at the moment yes definitely so are you the only adult in the harvester that's drawing and have any any of the kids got any pencils left no exactly yeah (laughs) Yeah, they went off to the salad bar and I, I swiped their pencils. Definitely. <laughs> I'm just wondering, have you got children of your own and have you taught them if you do have children? Or I, I, I have. They're, they're, they're older now, though. but uh, they, 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 they can all draw and, and stuff. I don't, yeah. they, they chose not to, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you work on a, a kind of toned background, don't you, as well? Like a buff paper, is that right? Yes, yes. I, I, I do sometimes, yeah. I, hmm. um, it's it's a bit lazy, isn't it? Because if if you start with a, a white a white sheet of paper, it's it's quite do- intimidating, isn't it? I think um, artists yeah. talk about that, don't they? The the white space and they're scared to mm. make the first mark and, and all that. And it's a lot harder work. It being being intrinsically lazy and not having a lot of time. If you've got a toned background, you've already got that mid tone. It's it's much easier. And also, I started staining paper as well. Make up some 
um, coffee and stain the paper, leave it to dry. And it, it, it gives an interesting uh, uh, texture to work with. It, it just makes the drawing more interesting, I think, and, and, and gives it a bit more character. But yes, so I've been using, actually, my, my daughter bought me a, a brown paper drawing pad about a year ago. And that's when I started using the brown paper. And, and I just enjoyed enjoyed working that way. I try to, to mix it up, really, some, so it's not always the same. Mm. Yeah. So sometimes I draw on the, on the white white paper, and then sometimes it's brown, sometimes it's a bit of toned paper, and envelopes. And if, if, something with, if something's got markings on it already, I think it, it, it adds something to the drawing. It gives, gives it a bit more character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I just am intrigued to know, because you are very prolific. I mean, I recently found you on Instagram and started following you. And <laughs> it seems like every day there's a new a new one comes up and that's why I actually asked you didn't I how long does this take you and I think you said about two and a half hours or something didn't you for, yeah, for the drawing that, that particular one yes yeah but... and I'm intrigued to know so first of all do you do this full-time now for a living or or are you still working another job as well and, and secondly how much time do you find yourself drawing or make yourself draw um, say in an average week or a day well, I, I, don't, I, I don't do it for a living. I wish I did. Wish, yeah, <laughs> I did. But um, I, I, yeah, you know, I draw as often as I can. You know, when you're working, start you, you, and you've got family life and everything. You, you, you have to try and fit it in when you can. That's probably why I draw quickly because you, you try and get as much done in in a short period of time. But I, I draw as often as I can, really. As I, 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 ideally, I like to draw every day, even if it's just a little doodle on on an envelope or something. But yeah, I, I yeah. try and draw every day. But um, I, I draw as often as I can. When I get days off, I try and make sure I sit down and do a drawing or a couple of drawings. But uh, but so I, I do work. I do work quite quickly. Generally, I, I would say one of those portrait drawings is between between one and four hours. That's probably as much as I spend on one of those drawings. But obviously, I, I have spent done drawings where I've spent a prolonged period on it over over several days or a couple of weeks or whatever. But generally speaking one to four hours is is the time I spend on those drawings that I, I post on Instagram yes yeah so you actually could go on portrait artist of the year then because <laughs> you, you take good. you could easily do it in four hours <laughs> oh well <laughs> I'd go to pieces wouldn't I under the pressure <laughs> oh yeah have I you would. ever had a go have you ever uh, applied for it no no I haven't no, no. Oh, I, I thought should. about it but I oh, you should. I'd have to do a self-portrait wouldn't I which is the... that's my problem <laughs> I always I, why do they make that the starting point to get in I know yeah that's the issue and I have to stare at my face yeah. for four hours <laughs> I have that problem too yeah <laughs> so, so I know you're a fan of art books yes yeah you've Are cost there me any... a fortune in the last couple of days I've been ordering some Ralph Steadman's <laughs> oh is that my fault that is your fault <laughs> oh yeah. dear I, I'm sorry yeah <laughs> have you got any favorites in particular that inspired you or any you can recommend for us I love I love Ralph Steadman's work anyway, and um, I've got a few of them. You get got them second hand, so because I mean, art books are really expensive, aren't they? At, yeah, at the mm. I, I do collect them. So um, Ralph Steadman, blog, I Leonardo. I, I remember it used to be in the um, in the local library. I used to get it out all the time and just look at the the amazing drawings. It's it's because he he wrote a book about Leonardo da Vinci called I Leonardo, as if he was Leonardo telling the story. But the, the images in there are incredible, and the drawings are absolutely beautiful. So I managed to get a copy of that a couple of years ago, and and that, that's been a big inspiration to me. I, lo- I love that. And um, there's another book 
there's an artist, a, a New York um, illustrator and character designer called Peter Desev. And um, he brought a book out called A Sketchy Past, A Sketchy Past, The Art of Peter Desev. And I really wanted this book and I couldn't get it for ages. It, it was always sold out instantly, but I managed to get a copy of that. And it, I mean, his drawings are just incredible. He, he was a character desi designer on um, all the Ice Age movies. All right. he, he does a lot of covers for The New Yorker and stuff like that so he he's an amazing artist I, i'd recommend looking at his stuff and um the first book i ever got art book i ever got was um sorry if i'm boring you no oh, no, no. We, we love talking about art books just slightly oh, worried about my bank account <laughs> yeah, when, I was, when i was when i was 16 i just I first started work i used to go to foils in uh, in london and there was a book um called disney animation the illusion of life and it, it was really it was 30 pounds which is a lot of money then when i was only mm. about 40 pounds a week and uh I, I, it's the first art book i bought and it's written by two of the original disney animators um oh, wow. ollie johnston and uh oh you're flicking through it now aren't you yeah, I'm to <laughs> frank thomas and ollie johnston and it's it's a beautiful book it tells the story of because the early disney films are amazing works of art and these are the guys who made them did all the drawings for it so that, that was a that's a beautiful book, massive, great book. But that, that, that's the first art book, the proper art book I ever bought. Did but, you copy those when, when you were 16? You know, to practice, I mean. Yeah, I, I, I tried to emulate um, the style of things. I mean, that, 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 that's, that's how, how you learn to, that's how I yeah. learned to draw really, going, looking at other, other people's art and then and trying to draw like that. And then you eventually um, move on from it and, and, and try and, and try and do stuff that looks looks like you've done it but yes I, I used to I used to love the political cartoons in the newspapers I used to used to um, tr try and draw like them and there was a as a cartoonist called Charles Griffin and I, I used to love his because he was talking about the, the 80s Thatcher, Thatcher years and that and he did really really beautiful caricatures and sort of pen and ink cross hatching and all that and I, I i loved trying to draw like i wanted to draw like him and obviously ralph steadman and gerald scarf and ronald Searle, they, they're the really great british cartoonists they're the people i was trying to draw like when i was younger i guess and who inspired me a lot aren't they very much dip pen is yes is, yes do you use that at all as well i, I have done and, and do yes occasionally but it's not your favourite. I, 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 I work in a, in a particular medium for a while, then I, I move on to something else. Right, that's, yeah. that's what I seem to do, yes. Yeah. Do you ever find, though, that perhaps one of your drawings just isn't working and you're halfway through it and you're thinking, oh, no, this just, I just don't like this. How do you get over that hurdle when that happens? Or do you find that most things just work now? <laughs> no, I wish, I, I wish that was true, yeah. I, I just, mm. it, it, of course it happens. It, it's not working and... It, you have to some days nothing's going to work you know you, you find some days it's, it's not working for you so you just I, you put it to one side and either never look at it again or I, I might look at it and think oh you know it wasn't too bad and develop it but usually if, if it's not working I, it gets binned and, I, and then I, I start another one I, I, the, the best way I find is, is if it's not working start another drawing and if that's not working start another drawing if that's not working it's not your day try again tomorrow that's that's, that's how I, I that's, that's how it sort of works with me yeah. so you don't feel like it's oh I've I've because I know some people and, and our listeners I'm sure are going to relate to this that they'll do a drawing it doesn't work and so they think oh well, that's it I it puts them off doing another one because they're then instantly afraid of failure but you just 
get back on the horse, keep going, keep going. I think you have to have that confidence. You know, you've, you've done draw it, you've, it's worked before, so it'll work again. But it's, you have everyone has off days, don't they, when, yeah. when things aren't working? I think you have to accept that. Because it, it might, it might, might not have enough sleep, might be thinking about something else. It just might not be happening. It's just not, yeah. not, not working that day. But yeah, just put it away. I mean, try again the next day on that drawing or just start a new one. I mean, that, that, that's my advice on that, really. It, it will work eventually, yeah. Do you ever have a problem with procrastination? I, I know for me, if I'm going to draw a face, I can sometimes spend longer finding a face I want to draw than the yeah. actual drawing. And I don't know if you have a problem. How do you push through that and you know, get on with it sort of thing? It, it, it's a problem. Sometimes you just don't feel like doing it, do you? And, and you, you, you can always make excuses for everything. But with social media and there's a lot of imagery out there isn't there so if, if you if you see something oh you know i might draw that sometime just save it and put it save it on your on your ipad or whatever so you try and have it so you've always got an image you can go to when you're in that situation it's, it's nice to have two or three things that you you want to draw but haven't drawn yet so mm. Just, just store things up. Just have a few, have a few ideas that that you haven't started yet, but just keep them to one side so you've always got something to go to in an emergency. Really. Or, when you, sorry, just another question. Whenever you draw someone like famous, yes. have you ever had them? Have you tagged? Do you tag them? Do they ever come back to you? And uh, most people don't. No, but I mean, no. yeah. I, but you do I, tag them. I, I do, I do, do, I do, I do tag them sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're missing out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did a fabulous one. Claudia Winkleman, I think I saw yeah, yesterday. Yes, I was like, yes, oh, wow, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. She, she didn't, didn't come back to me or anything on that. No. <laughs> she was too busy, too busy doing her hair with a, <laughs> a dandruff shampoo. Yeah. I did the drawing earlier in the year. It's a, a program called Most Haunted. Oh yes, there's, oh, yeah. there's a char- character on that. I think it's Fred Bat. He was a, a demonologist, and I, I did a drawing of him, uh, Ron Moody lookalike Fred Bat, and I, I did a drawing of him and tagged him. He, he got really annoyed. He said, "Why, why oh, did he? Me, yeah, so why have you made me look like Fagin? I'm not Jewish." <laughs> oh, he must have been having a laugh. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. Oh, <laughs> So we spoke earlier about how much time you spend drawing. Do yeah. you think that pencil miles are the key to improvement? Yeah, Do absolutely. You... Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Mm. It, it, it's that, that hundred thousand hours um, thing. Is, I, I think that's that's probably true. The, 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 the more the more you the more you do it, the, the better you're going to get. Was it, was it the, the? I know it's not quite the same, but. The golfer Arnold Palmer said, "It's really strange. Um, the more I practice, the luckier I get. It's the same sort of thing. Yeah, you, you definitely. The more, the more you do it, the more fluent you become, and the easier it becomes as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are it's you a golfer? Kind of a rhythm, is it? I think with drawing and my drawing anyway, it, it's it, there's like a rhythm to it. You sort of get into a rhythm, and that's that's why it's quick, I guess. And that comes with practice. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, are you a golfer as well? Then no, no." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um what's the favorite piece of art of your own that you've ever done and um, why do you like it that's, that's a difficult one because I, in my mind that what i'm working on at that moment is going to be the best thing i've ever done so and it's all and it kind of has to be your favorite thing doesn't it for, for it to uh to work i think that the 
work I'm most proud of was was work I produced for my uh, degree show. Actually, is more of a body of work than uh, than than in- individual piece of work because it it kind of came out of nowhere and I, and it it worked quite well because um, I got to the end of my um, five years at degree show and I, it was February and my last year and I didn't have any work for my degree show I, I was I was getting quite stressed because because I'd want because it meant so much to me I, I put a lot of pressure on myself. And uh, I really didn't know what I was going to do. So I, 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 I'm, I think I can't believe this. I've been here five years and I'm going to fail because <laughs> I haven't got <laughs> to put in my degree show. So uh, I went to a tutorial and um, it was quite clear. I was in a bit of um, a bit of a bad place with my my, my art. And he, 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 the tutor was talking about um, what he'd been doing, where he'd been getting these like canvases, big canvases and just, making like grounds on them and then using the grounds to suggest things to him and making paintings. So I, I came home and I had the sheet of paper. Someone had written some notes about the, the tutorial on, on, the, on the piece of paper for me. I read through them and I thought, all right, right I'm going to use this as an instruction manual. So I went to B&Q, bought some sheets of um, MDF, had them cut in half. So they're four by four sheets of MDF because that was the biggest size that could fit in the cab. And I, I laid them all around the garden and basically threw paint at them for about um, three or four weeks and just stopped making the abstract marks. So I made these about 12 of them abstract paintings and then they work quite well as abstract paintings, which I've never done abstract paintings before. And I thought, well, what do I do with them now? So I, I basically brought them in, laid them on the floor and uh, doodled all over them in like stream of consciousness, like biro figures. And they they really worked. It's it's, it's hard to visualise them, but they they really worked as well. And and uh, they went down very well. So it, it, it worked. Oh, wow! Did you sell them or anything? Uh, some then? of them I sold. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they actually won a prize, so I was quite pleased about that. Oh, brilliant! Mm. Oh, so how amazing that something like that comes out of something when you were struggling so much. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that, that that that's sometimes how it works, isn't it? Yeah. It's a tortured artist thing, isn't it? (laughs) Inspiration born of desperation. (laughs) So what would you say is the best way for a a beginner artist to develop their own unique style? Because I think that's something that Tara and I hear so much from people who follow along with us is, oh, you know, I want to find my style. Um, It seems to be quite an obsession with with artists. So what would your, your advice be? Well, I think don't stress about that because the style will find you in a way, really. If you if mm. you just make enough work, then it, it, it styles to something that happens organically, isn't it? I know it's not not a great word, but it's like handwriting, isn't it? It's not something you consciously try to do. It's just, it's, if you if you make enough work, it will eventually um, style will will come. So you just look at look as much art as you can, really, and and and. And do as much art as you can. Take don't try and copy other artists. You, you, I think people do to start with. They try and like be Picasso on Monday and Rembrandt on Tuesday. But you just just look at as many artists as you can and just do as much work as you can. Just keep on doing, it and eventually you'll find that you come out of, of that process and and your style will evolve. If that if that if that makes any sense. Yeah, and yeah, you, definitely. Do you have any tips for people who want to improve their drawing skills? It's, it's just, just draw as much as possible, really, and and 
and, and sketchbooks are, are are a really really good way. I, th- I think uh, listening to earlier podcasts, Chris Riddell was talking about secret sketchbooks, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah. I, I think if if you've got a sketch where you do you don't think it's it's yours, knowing that you're not drawing for somebody else to look at, then I think you're freer and you experiment mm. and and then and you and you find and you find yourself doing that. I mean, it certainly it certainly worked with me. I mean, I got lots of lots of sketchbooks they say well just doodling in biro and uh, it's it's just i think that's a really good way to to develop you, you try things in there and you just become more proficient at it and, so now when you do your faces now yes. are they actually in sketchbooks or do you do those on loose sheets and then you have sketchbooks to back those up as well you know you use as well um the paint because they're only about a four size anyway they're they're a sketchbook but i i draw them not to be in a sketch it's not a sketchbook i keep once i've drawn right. it i'll take it out and then yeah. put it to one side they're not actually sketch sketchbooks for me are a completely different thing where it's just i just doodle all over them really they they, they wouldn't be um <laughs> I suppose you could frame them, but they're not really like that. They're just really messy, really sort of like drawing every available space, really. So you do have two things, two things going on, basically. Then you have your proper faces and then your sketchbooks. That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and is that when you use your sketchbooks? Are you doing that from life? Are you are you sketching? I don't know if you're in a car or something waiting for someone. Are you sketching the people walking past, or are you sketching the buildings? Are you doing it from life, or are your sketchbooks? Um, do you still use like a reference? It's 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 a bit of everything, really. Yeah. Draw draw from life, but the characters in my sketchbook it's like fleeting encounters. You probably see them for like two seconds, so you draw as much as you can, yeah. and then you make the rest up. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think sitting in front of the TV with a sketchbook is a really good way of of um, practicing drawing and just drawing because everything's moving around. You know, and you sort of you're capturing like a, a, a moment and then you you can you can make up the rest or move on to something else you know it's just trying, mm, trying mm. to trying to catch capture something really quickly is 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 quite a good way and sometimes I just I, I just start drawing it's like a stream of consciousness consciousness thing you start you, you pick up a piece and you make a mark and then you just make something out of it you just draw completely out of your head as well i think that's that's quite a good way i i find of, of drawing and that's what i do a lot just make faces up you know make people up completely completely from my head yeah so drawing from your imagination is a different skill again isn't it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so um aside from talking to tara and i obviously <laughs> what has been the highlight of your creative adventure so far um couple of couple of things really recently recently this year um, or last year actually um during lockdown i went on I, I, there's nothing going on so i went on twitter which i hadn't been on for a long time and um martin rosen the guardian cartoonist and uh writer and poet he he so he had like a draw challenge on a draw um michael gove challenge all right I'd, I'd drawn a picture of michael gove already at the election night off off the tv so i stuck that on there and it got loads of likes and retweets and, and what have you. And then uh, I think the next week he'd put up a, a draw Desmond Swain competition. And I, I didn't know who Desmond Swain was, but he's a, a, a Tory MP. So I, I drew him and then entered it into the draw challenge. And then it won, won the draw challenge. So he, oh, he wow. sent me a, a signed book and a, a 
a pair of underpants that he'd graffitied and all that. <laughs> and I, saw, and, and I, I wondered if the underpants had a picture of, um, of <laughs> the guy he'd drawn, on it. He'd drawn Desmond Swain on these under these. <laughs> <laughs> underpants and he, he sent them to me and uh, uh, that, these draw challenge it's, it's just been really great it's really sort of spurred me on it, it, it for inspiration wise it's brilliant you, you, you draw boris johnson draw whoever and you draw it and enter in and and, and, it, and it's been it's been it's been really good and i've got to meet martin as a result of it and everything so it's, 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 oh, wow. it's, it's been really nice and he's he's, he's sent me a um a, a few quite a, 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 a budding collection of his signed books now as well which is nice to add to my oh life. that's amazing that's, that's, been, that's, that's been really good and it's that's quite a community so where yeah. is that if anyone else wants to have a go at that how do they find it it's just um you go on martin rosen on the uh, on twitter and, and, yeah. and you see there's a hashtag draw uh, competitions and he, ah. he sends them out there and they, they yeah. usually last two or three weeks and then, uh, then, he, then he, he picks a winner. <laughs> and it's quite good. It's been quite a good community. Uh, sort, of, sort of through the social, through social media, I've sort of, um, sort of been in contact with quite, a, quite a few um, and good artists. Yeah, through that, he's trying to get yeah. a book of them together. Actually, on on, on uh, he's trying to get funding for it. You know, for his crowdfunding thing. So if you go on his Twitter, you can you, you can find out about that as well. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, the, the other thing, I was talking about my degree show um, a few minutes ago, and I, I I put my drawings up at the degree show, and actually won um, that the paintings won um, the, the Watts Prize. I don't know if you know the Watts Gallery, which is a gallery in Compton near Guildford, that uh, sort of built by the Victorian artist George Watts to to show his work because the world right. deserved to see his work, and they they had a, sort of a painting prize which my work won. And that led to me being the first artist in residence at the gallery, so that was quite an exciting. That was oh wow, wow. that was re- really really fun. So so I, what I, happens with that? Do you do you actually go and stay there and work there? Literally work there? It's 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 better now because when I I that was in two thousand and five, and and the gallery's since received um, lottery funding, and it's been completely refurbished, so it's got a artist residence studio. And it, 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 but when I was there, the gallery was pretty much falling down. But uh, I used to go there work in the sculpture studio, which is a, f- a fabulous place to work. So yeah, I, I went there, worked there. I did some teaching there, uh, drawing workshops, and then had an exhibition there at the end of the end of my year. So no, it's it's really good, and it, it's led led to other things. I've, I've been back there quite a few times. So I've, I've done workshops and teaching, and it's led to other things and 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 contacts and stuff. So that, that was really good, really exciting. Yeah. Have you ever thought about teaching online? What you do? I haven't really. No, no. It's, uh, it, it's something I'd probably like to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we'd be in the queue, wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. As I say, I don't think you live that far away. Are you in Surrey? Yes, that's right. Yes. Just in, in right, you watch out. Your, your, yeah. your doorbell will be Stalker. ringing up again. Right. Stalker. <laughs> I need you to teach me how to do your drawings. <laughs> just do more of it. That's, that's the thing. It's just, just yes. this, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to ask about you said about your degree show and you did all these abstract yes. you know, backgrounds. Do you do that now? Uh, no, no. It's, it's it's having the space to do it. I, I I keep wanting to do it, so I I think I I, I will do that again at some stage. Because I, I think it's unfinished business because it, it was just, people said they'd never seen work like work like it. It's hard hard to explain it. I I've got pictures of them on instagram i think but because they worked on two levels because there's the big square abstract painting 
which is one thing. And there was the very small biro doodlings all over it as well, which was another thing. So you, you kind of have to see the the physical object in front of you to, to get the, get the, the full benefit of it. And if what, you've got pictures of it, perhaps we could put it on our show notes because that would be great. Yes, so people I'll, could I'll, see what... I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll send you what yeah. I've got. But so it's difficult because... On the small screen, you, you you can either see the painting or the doodling. Really, it doesn't. You, yeah. You know, when you actually got the objects in front of you, I mean, a lot of people. When I was at the degree show, I was watching how, how people reacted to the work, and a lot of people would just just walk up to it, look at it, and say, "Oh, it's just another um, art student abstract painting," and this walk off. And other people would look at it, and they'd see a double take, and they'd see he's like some rude drawing down in the corner, and then they'd look. At it. <laughs> I bet we'd these, spot that, wouldn't we, Tara? These horrible, <laughs> these horrible drawings all over it. Yeah, people doing rude things and all horrible stuff going on. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait to see that one. <laughs> Where are the best places for people to find out a bit more about you? Um, I'm on social media. You mentioned Instagram and, and, and Twitter. No, I think that, that that's probably the best place. I have best place. I, I have got a blog, but I mean, I just put the work up really and might write something about it. But I don't say too much about me. I just. Uh, but but the the handle on Instagram, you're not Kevin Wells, are you? You're Squiggle King. That's right. Yeah, Squiggle King, and that, that's um, that wasn't my idea. That was uh, that came from Martin Rosen as well, actually, because because I was, I was posting these drawings and my, and my drawing style is a bit squiggly, and he, yeah. he commented, and then and he at some stage he said, oh, this from uh, the squiggle king i thought that's too good that's too oh, good so I, good I, yeah is that, that the same and, on twitter are you are you are you squiggle king everywhere squiggle is that king the best? everywhere now yeah so i, so I can't yeah. I, I, that was too good to uh to, to let go i had to steal that from... definitely oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh it's been amazing to talk to you ever since uh, we came across your drawings i've been dying to to speak yeah, so um thank, you, thank you, you so much for coming on today we've really enjoyed enjoyed talking to you thank you very much yeah thank you all right well we're hopefully we'll speak again sometime hopefully yes (laughs) okay take care then Bye -bye. bye bye thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed the episode and if you did perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on itunes